Yo, drama rock, drama rock. You know what today is? Okay, then. Let it be what it be. Live on deck. Well, you know, it's been a while since, you know, I just come on and talk. Did a couple recordings lately, but, you know, it was video involved. But today... I've been going through some things lately, but not me actually going through some real emotions. But right now, it's family and certain things is kind of bogged out. But what make these things uh, real funny to where it's kind of like not really complicated, but it can become very difficult. And the reason why things would become difficult is because, as I always tell people, try to deal with the base. So if you know where the base is or where the source may be coming from or connected to, then that's what you do. You make the connection and deal with the source. Well, reason why I said deal with the source because people gather or don't gather but an individual may have an emotional plight going on so they don't come to drama rock and say drama this is the problems i have with you drama this is how i feel about what's going on right now between you and me or the things that's happening inside of my surroundings but instead of going to the base and connecting with the source. Messages get passed into other houses and other apartments while the source is dead on the premises. And the reason why I tell people it's best to deal with the source because people have assumptions and they don't really know probably what you're doing so they judge by what they see. My thing, sometimes in the past, right? You tell people things and then if it don't fall in place, hey, this guy was lying. Drama, why would you tell me that and now look at you? And so over the years, what I start doing, right? is trying to put a lot of things in a logical perspective. So now I'm in a situation, I finally got a job here. But by the time they hired me, it was going into Thanksgiving, the holidays. So I only got a couple days in. Then the whole week, no days in. Then the following week, I did like three days. And I'm looking for another job. But when people don't talk to people, properly sit down and find out what is the actual uh, situation that's going on with this particular individual at the moment. Because once you ask, you get to know more. Then you may hear something that you didn't know and be like, huh? And be like, okay, so this is what you're doing. And it's like, yes, this is what I'm doing. 
So this because I don't run to you and say, yo, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm trying to do. I don't think that makes a lot of sense to me. But sometimes I think people prefer for you every time you trying to like lay down something or trying to sketch another blueprint to try to master something in your favor. They don't know you doing these things because you're not running around house to house and down the street shouting, screaming and posting up all type of things about what you are doing. So now because they don't ask, they assume when they have conversations, you seem as if you're not doing anything or not trying to do anything. But like I said, I just started working. No one plugged me into the job. I made phone calls, phone calls. My daughter took me to the place to hire me about two weeks later. No one told me to go here. This is me searching what we call Google and trying to find out some things on how to get a job. So now it's like, I don't know if it's a problem because I got a job, but it's like the moment of the job. Because yesterday we had a conversation. It's like, oh, you saving money. And so I'm trying to, but how? If I work three days, next week is Thanksgiving. There was no work. I only had 200 and something dollars. So I do need to save money. But then as the week go by, I didn't have another check coming in. So sometimes there's food here. Nobody wants to cook. Sometimes there's some food here, but nobody wants what's here. So they go to McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. I don't deal with them places. So when I go buy something out the supermarket, I buy something for the house to make because I'm like, well, y'all went out and ate or y'all bought, brought back food from a fast food place. Should I get upset about that? For what? Why should I be upset about that? That's the shit you want to eat. You eat that. But that's not something I normally eat. Sometimes when I got four or five dollars in my pocket, that's not something I, I eat. I don't go, oh, I got four dollars, I'm going to McDonald's. Oh, I got three dollars, I'm going to Wendy's. No, nah, I'm like, fuck that. There's something else I have for four or three dollars. So after the Thanksgiving week, right? And I guess because I smoke weed, but even if I didn't smoke weed, I probably would have a little bit more money, but I would not at the same time because that's a whole week. And then I got to put gas in the vehicle. So putting gas in the vehicle, buying a little bit of weed, buying some food, no check falling up because there's no check because I didn't work the previous week before. So then I go work three weeks later, I mean a week later for three days, and the next thing you know, it's like, yo, this is about to be the end of the school. We come back in January. So I got my check the week before last, and they're like, you saving your money? And if I got my check the week before last, I got no check for this week because I didn't work last week. So I got no check for last week. How am I supposed to save money? Because if I cook, that's cool. But if there's nothing really to eat or you don't cook, and then they already know I don't eat pork. So I would still try to eat something within the confinements. But if there's nothing here and it's like pork bacon and all this stuff I don't eat, you know what I'm saying? Because I eat anything. I don't eat anything. And even when I got here, y'all say, yo, you eat a lot of healthy stuff. You try to do a lot of healthy stuff. So, if you know, I try to do and also eat healthy stuff. Then why should I pursue what you know I'm not about? 
So it's the sad thing, and what actually made me or pushed me to do this was because I read somebody posts on Facebook. And when you read their posts, it's like, yeah, you know, that's what I'm going through right now. People want me to tell them everything I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you everything I'm doing. You don't tell me anything you're doing because you may feel it's not my business. I understand that. But I'm not going to tell you everything I'm doing because, like I said, in the past, sometimes I get excited. I tell people stuff and then it don't work out. And it's like, oh, this dude drama is a liar or drama just be lying for what I don't know. It's not, I'm not lying because a lot of times when I'm confronted, confronted and I feel like, yo, this is too much. I right, go look at my emails. Go look at this. I ain't looking for jobs. Look at the dates of these emails and tell me I'm not looking for jobs. So it's not like the date for the job I got, which was last month or whatever. And within three, four, five weeks, you don't see nothing in my emails where I'm searching for a job or I've been looking or a job may have sent me something. The dates is what keeps account on when you was in the process of trying to collect data to get a job. So I don't understand. And like I said yesterday, I show you my emails. I had to do this last, a few months back with my sister brother. And he was like, because I told him September. So when I told him September, he was even like, so you just start looking for jobs? And I said, no. I know I told you in September, but trust me, my man, it's way past, it's way before September. So then I said, you know what? I didn't like his face and I didn't like something else that somebody else was saying. So I said, yo, check it out. Watch this. I showed him my phone. I went to the email. I said, okay, look, look. So I pushed, 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 because I know how far back to go. But either the end of June or the beginning of July, which is when I got down here, right? You see, oh, wait, at least to the, if it's not June, it's July. The last week or the last two weeks of July, you know what I'm saying? You could see in my phone, my, my emails, I was searching for a job. So I don't understand because the re one of the reasons why I came here was because I was told I would be in a good situation. There's jobs. You know, I could get a job where they work at. And boom, I get what I can't. I'm good. Off to the next. But when I come down here, they was like, Atlanta is more strict than New York. So in New York, before I came down here, my last job was in May because a lot of things was getting slow. A lot of people, even here on CastBox, was like, but drama, they're on the news. They said New York, New York, New York. Hot spot, hot spot, hot spot. And I'm like, maybe so. But listen, I worked in the hospital Mount Sinai in Brooklyn for a few weeks. It was hectic at first, but as the next month came in, started getting real slow. Not a lot of people in the waiting room. Not a lot of people in the emergency room. You go, if, if they give me the daytime shift to come in at 7, man, even about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, there's really nobody in there, not even in the emergency room. But on the news, that they COVID, New York City, and we got cases. And people like, but drama, are you safe out there? You sure? And I say, yeah, I'm safe out here, man. It's nothing but germs. We've been around germs around our whole life. We've been around germs. So depending on how strong your immune system is, depending on what's your diet, when it comes to food, how you handle your body, all this take an account on giving you strength or making you weak. So 
that's what pushed me because it's like I don't know what people be expecting because I was told I'm not trying to help myself. And like I said, I just found the job and the job that I got, I applied for that job and it, they didn't call me till two weeks later. But I was still looking for jobs. But so happily, when I called them back, whatever, they was like, cool, we can start you tomorrow if you want. I said, hell yeah. I've been trying to get out that goddamn house. I've been down here, nothing to do. You got people going out. I'm watching kids, grandkids. Every time it's time for me to go out, oh, you could just go out. Go out where? I know nothing out here. So why am I supposed to just go out? Oh, well, you they party over there, down here by, um, okay, where is down there at? You know I don't know nothing out here. So could you at least take me to the party and drop me off and pick me up or something? And then no week, no week, no week, no week. I still went nowhere. And then two or three times within that, another weekend, everybody going out. Could you watch the kids? Going out. Are we going out again tonight? You watch the kids? I'm like, damn, I can't never go out. I'm not even that type of person, but I would like to go out because I was invited to come down here. I didn't beg to come down here. I didn't even ask to come down here. I didn't even know I had people down here. So what I'm saying is you told me that I will have a quick input into the job uh, within the job. But then things start crumbling at their job. So I'm like, okay. So should I say because your job crumbled, y'all not trying to be sufficient? Because nobody has been working since then. So if nobody else has been working since then, okay, you got other incomes. I don't know other incomes unless I work. Being that I'm down here now is different in New York City. New York City, I got people, yo, I'm going to need you today. I'm going to need you this weekend. Yo, I got a job. I'm about to go pick up the van. You got to be around or come with me. So I got two, three different people. One's an electrician. I got other people that's doing other things in New York City, which allows me when my money is getting too short or I have no money, let me make some phone calls if I don't get called. Let me go knock on some doors. Yo, you got something good? Yes, no. Call somebody else. Yo, I don't know, but I'm working on something. Matter of fact, hang with me right here, man. Hang right me while I make these phone calls. So I might have some work for us today. So I got people that's doing other things where I could make money and generate something, right? As they say, survival of the fittest. But now if I'm here in the South, filling out all type of applications, trying to get a job, how are you saying I'm not trying to help myself? Then it's like, oh, you're buying weed. You shouldn't be buying weed. You should be saving your money. Yeah, well, you know, see, you don't know how to handle money, right? So when I handle money, believe what I tell you, this times I got paid a little less than $300, right? And then by the time my next check come, I still got $60, $70. That may be a lot, but I had less than $300, and we getting paid at the end of the week, the following week. So now I'm buying my weed, I'm buying food here and there, buying my weed, and I still got $50 and $60. Then I'm spending coffee to get to work, and I still got money. So up here is different. I'm not around tr public transportation where I can get and go. Everywhere I go, I got to drive. When I first got the job, it was like, wow, why are you getting a job so far away? And I'm like, this is the list he gave me. That told me pick the closest one. This is the closest one. 40, 40 minutes away. Oh, that's kind of far. I'm like, wow, son, this sounds crazy. You invite me down here. No, I ain't got no car. Yo, since you're down here, get a job. But then 
Yo, I don't want to drive that far. Then they come pick me up from the job. Oh, this is so far. There's so much traffic. And I'm like, damn, so I just quit the fucking job? It took me a minute to get a job, and now I got a job. Nobody want to take me. So then I've been asked, I'm like, I'll drive myself. Nobody don't trust me driving. I don't know. Maybe they don't. But then it got to the breaking point. See, the breaking point always tell what kind of people you're dealing with. Doesn't matter if it's your parents, doesn't matter if your siblings. When people come to a breaking point, that's let you know what you're dealing with. So when it came to the breaking point, one was like, well, I was going to let you hold the keys, but I'm waiting for you to come to me. And it's like, I don't have a problem coming with you. And I mentioned it before, but I'm not going to bang on nobody's head. I'm not going to kick nobody in the back and be like, yo, give me the keys. I could drive myself. I've been driving before some of y'all fuckers in here was even born. No. Y'all felt want to be safe? I don't know. So now, the breaking point, I'm driving by myself. No problem. Get up, go to work the next day. I get up, go to work. I miss one day out that, out that week with me starting to drive on my own. So I, when people say a person is not trying to help themselves, what I realize sometimes things is not moving fast enough for them to want them to see you in a certain position. So even if they are wishing good and they want the best for you, it feels like, oh, you ain't doing nothing. Why? Because I don't show you every email. I don't talk to you every time. Yo, I just talk to these people and this is what they say. No, let me work when I'm working. And when something pop up, you will know because I'm going to have to use somebody's vehicle. So either you're going to continue let me drive or somebody's going to drive me, but you will know, oh, you, where you want to work at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't understand because even the people here, very seldom I ask for money. And when I ask for money, that's because, like, boom, I got $20 coming in. But you know what? That's not till tomorrow. So could I get $10 to get some bud? Sometimes I get it. A lot of times I don't. But see, after that, I don't go crazy. I don't go, oh, I can't get no weed. That's messed up. Y'all got money. No, 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 no. That's your fucking money. And I understand that. You understand? But at the same time, I try to do what I can do. I don't get food stamps. I don't get cash assistance. When I first came down here, I was getting food stamps. So if anybody, yo, you got to go to the store or where you at, I'm at the supermarket. Could you pick up this, pick up that? That's about $10, $15. I didn't care what it was. I got stamps. I got enough stamps. This is what you want. I'm going to get it. If I see something missing or something that should be in the refrigerator, I get it. But I know sometimes we all don't eat the same thing and y'all more eat pork and outside food and all that other crazy shit and craft cheese. Shit, I don't fucking eat. So now that I'm getting checks and I'm not getting, I don't, I'm not getting stamps, I'm not supposed to eat. And then these people acting like my checks is $500, $600. It's not that. Now, the job when I was in New York City and people was like, oh, drama, are you OK? Because the news said New York City is like this. New York City is like that. My check, $600 and change, $700 and change, $500 and change. These are the type of checks I was fucking getting every two weeks. But these are checks I was getting. I'm barely making $300. So if I'm barely making $300 and then I'm, I'm where I'm not asking nobody for no gas. Before, yo, I got to get to work tomorrow, then I get 10 hours, or you can put 10 hours in the gas. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to divide my money within what I think, how much gas I'm going to need for the week. Hopefully, I don't run into a lot of traffic, which I normally don't sometimes, until the evening after I get off of work. 
So, yeah, with me still buying my weed, buying my food, not asking nobody for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I think even like my second check, I didn't even ask them, yo, can I get some weed? Let me get some weed. Now, if you're smoking, I ain't got no weed. I'm waiting for some weed. I'm like, yo, let me get a pull or two. Oh, that's, that's, you got weed. Well, I can get some. Or oh, I, I don't know drama. This is all I got. And this got to last me. Okay, no problem. No problem. I'm not going to fight, fuss, kick, and, and, and stump out and cast a temper tandem. But I don't like when people don't ask you directly what you're trying to do with yourself, what's going on with you. And then they talk with other people about you. And then other people say little slick shit or say things to be like, well, I don't know why they ain't telling you because they told me a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, you don't even fucking live here. You family. You my daughter brother, but you don't even live here. I live here. And anytime I told them, I got a problem with any of y'all in here. I come respectfully and I tell you what I feel. So I don't understand, like the conversation we had yesterday, I don't understand why y'all walk all around me. Y'all talk to everybody else about me but then won't talk to me. So when you talk to somebody directly, you know what they're thinking, or you get an idea how they're thinking. You get an idea if they're upset about something or what they are, or what they may be upset about. But if you're not making a connection to compensate where the communication could come into a form of clarity, then yeah. And then that puts a person like me in a position to feel like, oh, y'all fuckers think I'm not trying to do nothing. Then the last time we went through this shit, I had to show y'all my emails. And then about a month and a half later, I got a job. But y'all did see I was putting the emails in that whole fucking time. You did see that because I showed it to you. So now besides what I tell you, because they said sometimes what you see is more evident than what you hear. So now I show you the evidence that is evident. This is what I've been doing. Now I'm just trying to get in somewhere. I finally made it in somewhere. But then, like I said, it's at the end of the year and it's holidays for Thanksgiving. Now it's Christmas. I'm not working these days. There's no fucking school. So for somebody like me, a lot of times I'm quiet with a lot of things. I had a conversation with someone yesterday on Messenger. We talked over for like an hour. And then they trying to analyze what kind of person I am. They ask certain questions. How was my childhood? So on and so on. And, so on. and I'm like, well, a lot of things for me was good as a child. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people, you ain't got to believe me. I never been molested. Never had no broken bones. I was never a sick child. Like, damn, we got to take this boy back to the hospital. We just brought him from the hospital. He's coughing and throwing up again. I wasn't a sick kid. I was a healthy kid. And then the type of food my family cooked, we mostly ate in the house and baked food. We didn't really eat out like that. You know what I'm saying? That was once in like, that was like, yippee, yippee. We going with Burger King? Yes. But then I was six, five days, chances is food is being done in the house and that's what I'm going to eat. And what else can I do? I ain't working and I'm a child. So what I'm going to do? I'm walking out of here. I'm going to get food somewhere else. I ain't even got no money. I'm a child. I'm going to school. You taking care of me. So my whole thing is like I always try to tell people communication with people you have a conflict or before it come into a conflict, you need to discuss these things out. Because uh, a lot of people I've been around, like my last children's mother, she was one of those people. And see, one of these people are the people that, they may not got a problem with you. 
They have a problem with their brother. They have a problem with their sister. They have a problem with somebody, but it's not you. But somehow that tension jumps on you. So now it puts you where you're walking a thin line, as they say. It's like stepping on eggshells because you continue to see, okay, sometimes there's problems with you and it has nothing to do with me. But then you come getting at me. And then, oh, I hold my stuff in. Oh, I've been feeling like this since Tuesday. Well, you know it's Saturday. You know it's Friday. So you've been feeling like this for three and four days? This is what I'll be saying why people be crazy sometimes. And people become disturbed because they hold so many things in and certain things they hold in, they need to let it out. So even though it hurt, you have to let some of that hurt out when you get a chance. And then you build off of the hurt that you've been through, going through the process of trying to make yourself a better person. You don't become a better person by a lack of communication with the people you need to communicate with. Because then what that leaves a door wide open for misinterpretation, assumption, assuming. So all the things that could take something that may not be that big of a deal into the left side or the right side or all the way out the park. And then when you go back into the concept and where it all started from, it's like, yo, a lot of shit could have been avoided. And we would have just talked this out earlier. So I don't know, because sometimes I be wondering in my head, I don't walk around like I'm gangster. I don't try to give nobody an interpretation like, yo, this is y'all crib. Whenever I'm ready, I'm going to take it over. So a matter of fact, I came to take y'all crib over. I don't even talk to these people like this. You see what I'm saying? I don't even try to make them even feel like, oh, this, this dude trying to, trying to flex on us. This is our crib. Yeah, it is your crib. That's why sometimes I don't say much. And then they be like, well, you're a very smart person, drama. And sometimes talking to you, you got an answer for everything. And I'm like, all right. But there's a lot of times y'all talk to me and I don't even say nothing. I'm looking like, all right, cool, you're right. But then sometimes when people say certain things, I have to say something. Because now you don't know what's going on with me. And then you telling me I'm not doing this, I'm not. So what I'm saying is you can't tell somebody what they're doing and what they're not doing unless you totally know. But if you live in one part of the house and somebody live in the other part of the house, how are you supposed to know everything they doing unless you see or they come and tell you? But if nobody's telling and no one's seeing, then how would you know? If you want to know, just ask. So, see, that's my thing. Like I said, the more I got older, the more I realized you have to talk to the people. Because I didn't really have a problem with talking, but sometimes when it came or uh, come to expressing myself in a certain matter or on certain scenarios, I'm like, nah. And I just probably keep the thought in my head and be like, I should have said it. Or next time I see him, I'm going to say it. So it came to some point where I, I said, you can't wait till next time you see somebody because you might not see him next time and then they might take that shit somewhere else and your bum heads again, it might be something else. So to keep something from becoming so negative and becoming something else, I try to deal with the situation once I know there's a situation. And I try to express myself carefully with whoever I'm talking to. So if you're part of the LBGT, you're a white woman, a, black Ch a white Chinese man, or a Hispanic, a Korean, a fucking, I don't care what you are when it comes to nationality. If you and I is in a conversation and there's no disrespect, coming from your end of the conversation, chances is Drummer Rock is not going to disrespect you. 
He's going to want to talk and find out how much more of a person you are, you can be. Like, besides, as we're talking about this, like, do you know this? Or are you about this? So you become more familiarized with the person you're having a conversation with because you're asking questions. And now when you get the answers, you could accept the answers or not accept the answers. You could choose not to believe the answer, or you could also say, okay, I accept the answer. I believe what you're saying right now. So like I said, it's best to always deal with wherever you know it's coming from. If you know it's coming from India, it's coming from your backyard, if, if the problem started at McDonald's, go wherever you got to go to resolve that situation so it don't become more escalated into something that could just make everything terrible all around. And you know, sometimes with family, it's different than friends. You have people, oh, my friends is more of my family. So it, it could work either way. Some families are tighter than others. But when you got family and there's too many different levels, how you see it, they, they see it, it may still come into conflict. And you could be merciful within your words, within your aura. You're not giving an order or, or giving off an, an, an aura like you're trying to penetrate the facility and take it down. Like you dropping nuclear war bombs on a whole place, demolish everything, elimination, deal done. Because when that happens sometimes, you hear people, I don't even talk to my brother. No. Like, that's your brother. Man, I haven't spoke to that punk nigga in two years. Huh? I be seeing your brother. You don't be speaking. Y'all be seeing that nigga. He be coming by the mom's house and shit, but I don't fuck with that nigga. And see, this is brothers. Same mother, same father, same mother, not the same father. Still brothers. So you got cousins, you got friends. Sometimes with friends, you have problems, and then you patch it up, you're still friends. Maybe on the same level of friends, maybe the relationship of friends becomes stronger with you and that particular or so-called individuals that the dealings took place amongst. So I don't want to take it there because, you know, people know how I am for those that know me. And one person here, they know me because they had to tell some other people, like, yo, he could get crazy. And like, this guy here? I said, nah, sometimes my pops can get real crazy. And I'm like, I be telling people this shit and it's like, I don't tell people nothing. Cause I don't know what you think. Like I'm trying to make myself in some type of bogged out individual where I'm gonna take you out, I kill you. If you look at me wrong, I'm gonna step on your feet and stab you in the head. Nah. But yeah, I have my bogged out moments because sometimes I take so much, and then people don't think they give you hell because you're not really going crazy. You're not giving certain um vibes. Like yo, I, don't, I think this nigga ain't feeling me right now, or he's walking around here real funny, or he's walking around my house like he got a problem with somebody up in here who this dude think he is drama rock what the hell that mean no i walk i'm casual i laugh i joke you know what i'm saying i'm the same way i was in new york i'm the same way i am around people period you know what i'm saying so some people may get a different idea how i am sometimes because when people see something like facebook live they're like oh you know on your facebook lives you be so serious. I like the stuff you talk about, but you never, like, you just be serious. Not about, yeah, because I'm talking about serious things. 
But then some of these same people that watch my Facebook lives, read my posts, oh, you mad funny, drummer. Oh, drummer, you cool. Oh, come on, drummer. I didn't know you was this cool, man. Oh, you got jokes. Oh, we ain't find out you got jokes. And I'm like, yes, because you don't give the whole world everything that you, you, you is. The whole world is not going to accept you for what you is and what you're not already. But for people that will gravitate to you, it's okay to know that you have a different side. You could punch a few bags in the gym, or we could go out to a comedy club and have a few martinis. That's who I am. But like I said, some people, when they talk to me, that's when you know like what people think or what they've been feeling like this is what I've been getting from you. You're a serious dude. Things you write is serious. Things you talk about is serious. And then when they catch you outside of that atmosphere, it's like, wow, man. Yo, you ever thought about becoming a comedian drama? I mean, I tell everybody that tell me this, I tried, it doesn't work. So when people find me funny, I let them know it's an organic. It's a natural, I'm not script. I don't have papers pulling out my pocket to my at, at 10, 12, after I say this part of my speech, I'm gonna say this for everybody to laugh. It comes naturally. And that's how I try to live things naturally. But some people don't have, don't know how to have a certain mentality where they could break things down into components or into compartments. And what I mean by that, let's say I'm dealing with a person. Now, a person previous, before this person, you see similarities. Similarities. Whether it's good behavior, bad behavior, you see the similarities. Now, the similarities with the present person, right, could be good, it could be bad, depending on what's the, uh, what's this, what's the content of what's going on with the individual. You understand? So, hmm. if you have a person that remind you of things that happened in the past that didn't happen good to you, how are you not to remember that? We know the mind is funny. We know the mind is strong. And we also experience the same moments as others. And the experience will be, damn, that happened like eight years ago. It could be something that make you mad, miserable for the rest of your day. Who knows when the last time you had this thought in your head? You ran into somebody that says something, or you watched something that gave you a flashback, and it's like, this dumb motherfucker. And it kind of mess up your whole emotion and you might have been in a good vibe. So it's not something you wanted to remember, but there's what our mind is ways where things come back 10 years, 15 years, eight years, four years, because it, it, it clicks, it clicks. And it clicks because of experience. This is how we acknowledge certain things and know what we're looking at sometimes when other people don't, because experience. So now the present person remind you of the previous person and the similarities is not good qualities. It's not positive. It's not kosher. It's not delightful. It's a lot of challenge. And not challenge as, all right, we're going to have a relationship and try to connect and make the relationship work. It's a challenge. I say something, you, you disagree. I say something, you're talking to me. I'm trying to explain to you, you're talking over me. So now you're trying to chop me down with something I brought to you. This is something I'm bringing to you. 
So if I'm bringing something to you, this is giving you an opportunity to learn who Drama Rock is, to learn more about who Drama Rock is, about what I talk about, by questions I ask, by, hey, I just got something in my mind, I'd like to talk to you. No, I was thinking, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, right now when you look at a lot of schools and you look at what's going on as far as the teachers, the union, and then next thing you know, the person like, oh, fuck that, that's just stupid. I'm trying to tell you something you want to listen. That's like, okay, you're trying to tell me something I am listening. But after you told me your point of view, okay, well, what if we look at it like this? Or what if we could push it to the right instead of pushing it to the left? You think that's the work? And then you should start cursing me out. It's like, how you going to get to know me? Because I'm always trying to know people, trying to understand people. Sometimes I understand people better than they may understand their particular situation at the moment. And I could tell by the conversation that may take place. So I try to stay on top of who I am. I'm trying to better myself on who I am. And it seems like sometimes the role of making yourself better becomes harder and harder. If you don't have the right people with the right vibes, a certain time, a certain kind of uh, mind frame, that when y'all interact, it start bringing things more together instead of separating things. So people who know me know, I'm about bringing things together. I tried, maybe I tried too late. I wanted to do a newsletter, a couple things. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'm down for it. I could do this, I could do that. Then they disappeared, then they pop back up. And yo, drama, I got you. Yo, what's up with the newsletter? I'm like, damn, this is crazy. I'm talking to people from England. I'm talking to people from here. I'm talking to people from here. I'm talking to people in America. And then a lot of these people was like, yo, that's a good idea. That makes sense. Yo, drama, I'm with you. Ah, 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 ah. And then you say, okay, I'll tell you my ideas. What can you do? Well, I could do the logos. Then they disappear, don't come around no more. Part time they come back around, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter, man. So, yeah. And I put a post up on Facebook like two days ago. And I was thinking about my last children's mother. She said, you know what your problem is, what I don't like about you? You're always worrying about other people. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you mean by that, because people need people. You get people, oh, I hate people. I don't like to deal with people. Do you smoke weed? Yeah. You grow your own weed? No. I got about two people I buy my weed from. People need people. I need money. You own a business? No. So how you expect to get money? You're going gonna, to like get up a hustle? You're going to start selling shirts or something, mug or what? Your arm and no, because for one, I need a job before I can start putting that into effect. So that's the case. That means you need people. You need people that's in position to tell you, I got a nine for five. I got an eight to four. I got a seven to three, 11 to three. Sign right here. You can start tomorrow. You can start Monday. People need people. So when people come and say, I don't need nobody, I don't mess with people, I hate people, you can do all that. You can feel those emotions every single day of your entire life. But when you go to Burger King, who serve you? A person, for right now, depending on where you are. 
Soon machines will just serve people. And I like to see people become super happy when machines are serving people and not people serving people the way God has naturally intended earth to be. At least for the people that wants to do right. So that's why you never hear me. People don't need people. Or that's stupid. I don't, I don't be around people. People stupid. Yes, people stupid. People is dumb. People are smart. People are intelligent. People are creative. People, not robots. Robots are not creative. Robots take the information that man gives robot and then try to adjust the robot to understand how to grab data and start becoming sufficient without man. Why would man want to do this? To me, yeah, that's stupid. We do have stupid people. Because throughout life, way before religion, we always had people on the earth. People kill people, people help people. That's, that's, that's what it is. That, that's the mathematical fact of what's going on in the world. Right? So, like I said, Anytime I feel there's a problem with somebody, I deal with them. There's no need of me running to this person, running to that person. Could you tell them what I said? Or no, 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 no. When I see you, if I got your number, or we bump heads in the street, so what? What's going on with me and you? So I feel like when people don't ask me what's going on, and they come out their mind or what's in their mind. And what's coming out of their mouth doesn't match up to what Drama Rock is actually doing. It's crazy. I remember one time, right? I had seen my daughter before she came down here. And I was staying with a homeboy because I was going through too much. So a lot of people seen it. And he was like, yo, man, maybe you need to stay by me for a little bit. Because one of y'all going to kill each other. Somebody going to jail. Y'all got them kids. Right? It seemed what I was going through. So if I feel like I'm in your way, I don't like to feel like I'm in somebody's way. So even like the second week of me working with a homegirl I met out here, sometimes I go by her before I come to the house. And so you want to go to the house? No, no, no. I really chill outside after work before I come to the house. So maybe what my, not maybe, but what my logic is, I feel like if before there could be a problem, or I might be in a way, even if you be like, oh, you're not really bothering me. Sometimes we don't even know you're here. I still feel like you're telling me the opposite. Like when a politician tell you something, a lot of times they're telling you the opposite. That's how I feel. So if you say I'm not in the way, I feel like I'm in the way. Even if you smile on my face, giggy, go, no, I'm in the way. Because, you know, this is your place. This is your palace. This is your kingdom. I have no say-so. I have no dictatorship. I have nothing. So it's like, I'm in a space where I'm nothing. So it's like, it's crazy. And then people want to doubt what I was doing when I was in New York. Like, what? You crazy, son. Because when I came down here, I had a, a supervisor position that I didn't even know about. But by the time I got my original Gmail back, it didn't even matter. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I missed this. Wow, I ain't never have a supervisor uh, position, not with custodian. This is this a this a rock out right here. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to do this in 2005 when I was living in Jersey. So with me, sometimes the land gets dry. There's no rain, there's no water. 
right? I go through those dry moments. I go through them dry moments when it comes to females. Sometimes females act like they don't even know I exist. I'm like, this is crazy. You see how ugly this motherfucker look? And they ain't going to speak to me? You ugly. But I spoke to you just to speak to you. And then sometimes there'd be the moments like, damn. Oh, what you doing? Oh, I think I'm coming to chill with you. Call somebody else. Oh, I was just thinking about you. What you doing tomorrow? You want to come by me or should I come by you? Like, what? This is crazy. I'm rolling right now. I ain't even got dice. I'm not even shaking no dice and I got things rolling. And then I get the moments. I go on dating sites, try to find people, talk to people, nothing. Money, the same way. Sometimes it's just dry land. And then it comes to a point where it start raining. And then it rain a little bit more. And then it rain a little bit more. And then drum like, you, 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 you. So I don't know what people, other people go through all the time, but I go through dry spells. So the reason why I brought my friend up from New York, because when I was staying with him, one time his sister was on her way out taking the kids to school and going to work afterwards. He had to go to work. He was like, one thing I could say about you, um, drama, you still on that damn laptop. Because at one point when I was at his crib, I was like, he used to get up in the morning to go to work. And I'm like, you, you still up? I said, yeah. And then when he came over to look in the computer, he's like, yo, you've been looking for jobs like crazy. He said, yo, man, you one dedicated person. And so I tell people when I'm in a certain position, even though I'm being treated good, doesn't mean I'm trying to live with you and I want to be attached to you for the rest of my life. And I have my own apartments, upstate New York, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And I have my own apartments. Most of my own apartments was upstate New York between Binghamton and Utica, but it was my apartments. I'm paying a fucking rent. I'm bringing people from New York to hang out and shit like that. But when it's time for rent, the landlord deals with me. So I got people here in Georgia thinking I ain't even had no fucking apartment. I'm like, what the fuck? You used to come to my house in Jersey. The first crib and the second crib. The second crib cost more. The second crib was $1,600. And the reason why I didn't keep that crib, even after me and the girl wasn't getting along no more, the reason why I didn't keep it because the job I had, they was going out of business. But my job didn't go out of business when I was working for Singular. I've been good money. I could pay that rent by myself and still have money. Because I told you about when I was working for Mount Sinai during this pandemic, what kind of checks I was getting every two weeks. But now when I was working that job, I got paid every fucking week, $600. This is on a week. Then child support caught up with me and took out $200 out of every check. But now I'm getting paid a week. Every week I'm getting paid at this job. This is like in 2007. Every week, 600, 700, 800, 600, 500. Now I told you they was taking $200 out of every check. They take that money before you even know what's on your check. That shit's already taken. By the time you open up the envelope, you see what you got left. They make a notification that, look, $200 is going at your fucking check due to child support. So for somebody to be like, oh, you're not positive, like I'm not productive, I don't be trying to do nothing. Come on, son. Come on, son. And then you one of the people that came to both of my cribs. The first crib was like what, 900 something a month? Second crib was 600. Holding down both cribs. And before I could hold down the first crib with Shorty, my homeboy had an ice cream joint going on in Jersey. He had that shit all mapped out. He had routes, everything. He gave me a route. I worked that shit. Only days I didn't work when it rained. 
So I was able to contribute something here and there. She was like, well, you ain't got $80, so just give me this. You ain't got this, so give me this. And then she got kind of tight because she's like, yo, she's working two jobs, but you working two jobs because you want to. I'm looking for a job. Next thing you know, my other homeboy knew somebody. They plugged me in. That's how I ended up working in Singular. So when I got the job in Singular, it was $10 an hour at the time, 13 hours overtime. You have no idea how much. Yo, there was times I had overtime, and it was like, yo, you didn't put that in? I said, I know, right? That's crazy. I said, oh, man. Look, come with me to the office and see if we can um, get that before you. Said, yo, man, don't be jerking yourself out the hours. The company got the money to pay you. And I said, you know what? Y'all shouldn't have do. Because then, from the hours I used to miss, I saw my next check. I'm going to add the overtime I did. My check would be $1,400, $1,200. That's the type of checks I was getting, holding, holding down cribs in Jersey. And then I'm here in Georgia, and these motherfuckers selling me, not in my face, but in conversations around the house, I don't want to help myself. Oh, like I said, I barely ask anybody here for money. I be wanting to smoke weed. And see, when I can't smoke weed, it doesn't hurt me. Now, when I got a headache and I can't smoke weed, that's when it hurts me. Because sometimes my headaches is this fucking, is this crazy. And I'm like, yo, I need some weed. I don't fuck with Tylenol. I don't fuck with none of that. And that's why I also told them, though, let me do some things first before I come down here because I'm going to need my weed situation together. Because before I even stopped hustling narcotics in the streets, certain things used to make me click and think about, like, yo, if you do it like this, you don't have to worry about that. If you do this like that, you don't have to worry about that. You may have to worry about the police when it comes to that, but you don't have to worry about the rest of that. Even if I know people where I'm going, I know I got weed from where I know is good and maybe get some deals. And it's going to hold me down five days, eight days until I come back to New York. So what I'm saying is I learned that anywhere I go, I try to have a certain, certain things together. So wherever I'm going, maybe I could pitch in something. And if not, at least I got myself situated. So maybe when I get there, I could try to make some of my own moves, either with your assistance or I just need to know what I need to know and I'm out. Now, it's crazy because about four summers back, there's a person that used to be here on CastBox. I don't know if they still be here time to time, but yeah. So I went to go visit them upstate New York, right? Now, I never really liked the person like that. And when I said I don't like them, I didn't like them in a sexual way. But I thought they was cool. We had plenty of talks on Cass Box. I said, okay, cool. You seem like you're cool. But then I seen it was a little crazy nutty side too. So I was like, all right, I see that side too. So I know what I may be getting into. I'm just coming to chill. I know he's like, oh, you're going to be my girl. I'm going to stick long cock up in you. Yo, we're going to make babies. None of that. I never gave that indication, I don't think. Nor did I speak any type of words that gives a person the idea, oh, okay, he's trying to lock me down. But she was telling people, before I even got up there, oh, drama going to have kids by me, or my next baby going to be by drama. I'm going to change my whole life because of drama. So she had a different perspective than what I had. And I don't believe I ever gave a different perspective than what I had as far as I'm going to lead you on, like, yeah, I'm going to say this to you, say this, you're going to get me up there. And I'm, no, 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 no. I kept it real with you from New York all the way until I got up there. So now she's like, yo, you ain't going back to New York. Uh, I said, let me tell you something. I only came up here to stay one week. One week is between five to seven days. Now, if I push it, I might stay, but I ain't staying no longer than the 10th, maybe the 11th, but by the 10th, I'm gone. But the second day, she said some. I had some words because I got tired of this shit. I was like, yo, I came up here 
to visit you because you invited me. Since I'll be trying to tell people, like here in Georgia, I got invited here. So I understand why people invite me somewhere and then they whole fucking function, function becomes crazy, awkward. Because you got real awkward when I said some shit I had to say. And I still stayed in for about three more days. Then I talked to somebody and they was like, yo, drama, you need to get out of here. I said, what you mean? Oh, I had a dream. You had a dream? She said, man, I had a dream and I don't like this dream. I said, yeah, you had a dream. He said, yeah. I said, look, now nah, I ain't fucking with you. But you know I'm leaving tomorrow. I don't call peoples. I come on peoples. I'm out of here. He said, yeah? She said, please do. Drum, whatever you do. Another person from right here over cast box. He was like, please. Because the stuff I've been hearing going on up there is not right. So you got to ask yourself, how would you hearing what's going on up there? Because I was still doing a cast when I was up there. That didn't stop. I might do two. I might do three in a day. So sometimes with me doing a cast, there's little fucking crazy ass words said. And it was like, I used to have people in the chat that was like, yo, drama, that's, that's your wife or something? Nah. Oh, drama, oh, that's your kid's mother you be talking about? Nah, that's not my kid's mother I be talking about. But in some of these people, when they were talking in the chat room, was like, yo, you need to get out of here. Oh, that's crazy. Yo, when you going back to New York? This is shit that was going in the chat because people was hearing what they saying. So obviously you hear what I'm saying, you hear what she's saying. I'm not looking for you to take my side, but no, I'm trying to be honest about the things I say to people. So even up there, despite the fact I was going to be up there for no more than a week, there was a little, before, matter of fact, I seen a bakery, right? And like, I said, they're going to be hiring shit look new. So I didn't go in there because I already seen the electrician in there. So I said, I'm not going in there. Is this electrician in there? So then I told the chick, I said, yo, how do I get to these places or job agencies? Are there any job agencies out here? She said, whatever she said, and then, oh, why you want to work? What the fuck you think I want to do? You got in your mind, I'm staying with you forever. So whatever said if I was to stay up here a few more weeks, how was I going to survive out here? Because I went out there with money. I went out there with Bud. About two days before I had to leave, I ran out of Bud. And then I had money for Bud. But I don't know who sell Bud. I only got one person. I don't want to call him right now. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what, you, what kind of shit is you on? I got money to buy weed. I need a 20. I need a 30. Right? While I'm up here, even though I'm going to be here in two days. And I'm taking my ass back to New York. So now... After that discussion took place about two days later, wherever she went, she came back with a bunch of paper staple about jobs, job agencies and all that. So I'm saying in my head, you made a crazy, wild situation, right? And then turned around and went and got me the information I need. But now our days have been so crazy in this short amount of time. I would have to get a crib outside of here, right? It, excuse me, in the same city. Or same town, because it was Syracuse, right? Move into my own crib, and I could function from there. So then one day I said, you know what? Let me cast. I left both of my forms on, like I normally do when I was in New York City. And I said, let me be human, because I like to feel human. And then in my head, I said, yo, but you see that highway? What if you get hit? You know how it is. Nobody's going to really know what to do if you seriously hurt. And you know what John Rock said? Before we had cell phones, people used to walk so many different places. 
that could have been super dangerous. I'm walking the highway broad daylight. So wherever my father in heaven has a tent for me, then that's what he got ready for me. So now I go to the bakery. This time there's a lady there. I'm talking to her. I don't know if she was an owner or the partner or whatever. But she was like, <clears throat> and whatever day was, they're going to open up, like in a, a two weeks or so, whatever amount of time she said. When she told me that, I said, oh, man, that's going to take too long. I can't stay in this lady's house waiting for you to try to open up. And even I get the job for sure, I go from there because I don't want to stay there. We having problems. I didn't even come there for that. I thought it was going to be peaceful. We're going to chill. We're going to smoke weed. We're going to laugh. You're going to be around. Because I had no money. I even told the person, yo, there's bowling alleys out here. You don't want to go bowling. You don't do anything. Like, I was trying to really enjoy myself because I haven't left New York City in so long, messing with my last kid's mother, that, you know, I haven't been out of the city. So now I'm out of the city. You know, I want to feel like I'm out of the city. I want to be able to go back to the city. Yo, I had a good time upstate. It was mad cool, shorty. I, 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 I. But I couldn't even get that. This person don't know where nothing is. Oh, I don't know where that is. I don't know if we got that. I'm like, was you born out here? Yeah, I was born out here. So how you don't know what's out here? This is upstate. This is not like Texas or Mississippi or New York City or L.A. This is a small little spot. A small little spot. And you don't know what's going on out here? So I said, you know what? Even that bakery uh, give me an opportunity where I'm going to stay. So I ended up going back to New York City because, you know, I wasn't about to get into no trouble out there. And then you don't want to get into no trouble with the law, with people. You don't know if they're going to hold you down or not, even though those they are the people you went to go see. So, like I said, and it's, it's also bugged out, too, because one of the persons that was here yesterday, when the girl came out, she, I used her, like, yo, let me tell you something. I told her, in like the first week or second week, but the first week I told her, yo, I'm trying to be at my daughter's house by January, February. I said, you can ask her. She right here. I told her this. There's no argument. We haven't been arguing in here. None of that. None of us have been having no argument. I mean, I mean, do a little shit a little bit here and there that y'all don't like, but ain't none of us came to where we arguing in none of that. And I don't be coming to y'all trying to disrespect y'all, telling you how y'all run your house. But I did tell her, and she's right here. She'll tell you, yo, I need to get out of my daughter's house. I'm trying to get a job, make up some money, because I don't want to just get a check or two and then move into an apartment. I got to be able to at least secure the job for enough time and give me enough time to live in the apartment, scramble up some more money on another job, and then I may be a better situated and I, I got a place and I'm able to pay what I need to uh, give the people. So uh, when people be thinking drama rock ain't up to nothing, like I was told yesterday, I bet you, you probably don't even have a plan B. Like, you don't even know what the fuck my plan B is. Because actually, truth be told, from when I talked to my homeboy uh, before Thanksgiving, I told him I had plans to go on the VA. But he had to make a trip to Alabama because his mom was sick. And he just informed me yesterday, by the time he got back to either Baltimore or um, VA, he got the word his mother passed away. Because he was supposed to come by here in Georgia first and check me out and then make his way. But my phone got cut off. Maybe lost connection after that because I don't like asking people for a lot of shit. Not even to ask them to use their phone to call nobody. 
Because some people feel when anything you ask and they got to give it to you, they like more superior. Or it's like, yeah, you need me. Like, oh, I need you for the moment. But how long have you known me? And what things have I come to you for? So if you think about what things I have come to you for, it lets you know I don't really need you like that. Especially when I'm not consistent. Yeah, I need this. I need this. I need this from you. Can you do this to me? Can you do this for me? I take care of you next week. Nah. Like I said, since being here, every now and then, yo, you got 10 hours or something, so I can get some butt. Sometimes they tell me yes, sometimes they ain't, I ain't got it. I smell weed being bug, but I don't want to ask you for your weed. I don't know if you got 20 piece. I don't know if you got an eighth, but I would like to have my own and I get paid Friday. I got money coming in Wednesday. It's Tuesday or it's Monday. I'm quite sure you can wait a day or two, right? So most of the time, like I said, I don't get it. But I don't throw fits. I don't walk around looking at people like, oh, y'all smoking weed. Y'all won't get me no weed. No, 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 no. Because we all have our habits, and our habits have to be maintained by however we can maintain it. So with that said, I'm going to keep people updated on this situation because I'm also looking to put it uploaded right now because it's at an hour. So I wasn't planning on going this far, but being that it's at an hour, I'm going to throw it up. Key, I'm in TTP, TTP, and light break. For those that are here, if you are here, appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out in the cast. A lot of times, I cast shows, and people who've been with me for a while know sometimes I don't even pay attention to who's on the screen. My whole focus is to say what I have on my mind. Try to make clear to the people, doesn't matter who's out there, 20 people, 40 people, 115 people, there will be agrees and disagrees. But as long as you understand what I'm saying and I'm clear in what I'm saying, then if you disagree, fine with me. Because what I have learned, someone could disagree with you today and then tomorrow with the same subject, it's not disagreeable no more. They start to see it how you see it. So they might not even totally agree, but the emotions of being on the side of disagreeing with you totally or almost totally has started to fade away because sometimes your mind has to think about things. You hear things at one moment, you may rush to speak, you may rush off of emotions, but once you settle down and get to relax and play some of that back, as they say, rewind the tape, then you go, okay, cool. Okay, all right, all right. I didn't look at it like that. So that's why I tell people, they tell me things. I try to look at it from their perspective and not tell you my way is dominant. Tell you that my way is, is the best way. Because maybe it is according to how I think. But then you may see a loophole where there's a floor, two floors in it, three floors. I'm like, I don't think you should go that route, drama. What I think you should do based on what you said, you probably should do this. So see, this is what I look for, communication, exchanging information, exchanging the understanding of one another about the matter of the subject or on a personal level as individuals trying to understand one another, trying to understand the topic that's being discussed. Just trying to make sense out of things that goes on in the world that we need to know why it's like this when it shouldn't. So what do we do and what can we do to put things more together? So with that said, thank you everyone for being here. Drama Rock, you know what I say. And I always say, I don't like to say, but I got to say, you got to go. I got to go. Peace, people. Enjoy your day and try to stay vibrant and circle yourself around positivity as much as you can.
Okay, peace.